1: Yeah. I got to record on?
0: with the microphone, <laughs> just talking help. to the aethers. So, hey, this is Danny J. What's we're, going on? We're in the Vegas studio. So, I'm sitting here and my neighborhood, and this is weird. I'm I surprised you said your neighborhood as well, but the neighbors here are so decorating all out for Halloween. I have never seen more Christmas lights, Halloween lights up for Halloween than for Christmas. But there's so much Halloween stuff out here. And it got me thinking. And you know, we were talking about what's coming up for us. And I was asking, you know, what are you doing for Thanksgiving and spending time with your family? And my mom passed away. And so I'm trying to figure out my own how holidays look different this year. And I'm in a relationship too. And I know your brother got married last year. And so when you get married, you're just you're trying to figure out the whole holiday. So I really just wanted to kind of discuss this because I think that no matter what stage of life you're in, whether you're single, married, divorced. Uh, dating holidays are weird and they're tricky and some people make a big deal of them some people don't I actually had a funny thing where it's not really funny but it is funny to me now where my ex was really big on Christmas loved Christmas trees loved decorating and I just wasn't I had a lot of negative associations with the holidays and one of the things when I found out he was having an affair (laughs) I said to him why and he's like well you didn't need me and then he also said that the other girl, he goes, she liked Christmas. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I said, okay, this is like July. No, June, when I found out, they had only even seen each other since March or April. I'm like, dude, you haven't even had Christmas with her. And, but that was a thing, right? And I, and I, I remember thinking, you're going to give away 10 years of marriage because some bitch likes Christmas? <laughs> but, like the holidays are a big deal, can be a big deal. and But it's so different for everyone. And there's so much meaning. And there's so much meaning we create and there's so much uh, pressure and there's so much everything. So I just thought holidays are coming up, might be a good time to discuss it, might be a good way to start alleviating some of these things. There's just a lot a lot of ways we can go with this relationship-wise, financially, like so many things. So I was just like, let's talk Mm -hmm. about the holidays and traditions and kind of what have you, like traditions, what kind of traditions do you take on with you? Do we just blindly do things because our parents did them or are we making our own traditions and kind of what are we doing
1: mm-hmm. no I love it and it's funny because one of the things that I always think is a little strange is that we'd like force ourselves to hang out with people potentially that we don't always love hanging out with because it's the holidays now I'm not saying that I don't love hanging with my family I obviously do and I think you do to a certain degree too but I think it's this weird thing where you're like I probably wouldn't hang out with these people like I don't know. I'm I'm a grown ass woman. I don't really do much I don't want to do in life anymore. And so it's weird when you get in a position, you're like, I guess I go to my family for the holidays, even though I probably wouldn't hang out with them that much outside of these things. It just feels like an obligation almost. Yeah. You know, I will tell you one of the things. So um, I'll just sort of give you guys sort of the backstory. My parents divorced when I was young and both of my parents remarried. And, Like I love all of my family and my, I have three younger brothers from my dad's second marriage and I'm really close to them, but we're not very similar anymore. Like some of my family members and I are not super similar anymore. And like, sometimes I don't necessarily want to spend a lot of time with them. I think if you guys know, like know what I'm talking about, it's like, you know, maybe it's a parent or, you know, a cousin or an uncle or just someone you're just like, yeah, it's just not my vibe. Like I just probably wouldn't hang out with them. But here's the thing is I've definitely gotten to this point where I live on the other side of the country from my parents and I've been really thinking to myself that, you know, they're in their seventies now. Like, how many more times am I going to see them, you know? And so while part of me is just like, it's not always my favorite, it's like sometimes it feels a little bit like, you know, I mean, I think everyone's had that experience where they get treated like they're a teenager again. I sort of sometimes fall into that. And then I start acting like a teenager because they're treating me like a teenager. And then all I want to do is get the fuck out because I'm like, you do realize I'm 41 I have a successful life. I was able to like make it on my own up until this point, yet you're treating me like I don't know how to live a life. Like, and so I think there's some things like that that start coming out and it's not only on them. It's how you start interacting as a result of that, being in that scenario. Because if you think about it, you haven't really necessarily been around your parents. And if you're lucky enough to transition the relationship into more of a peer relationship, like I think a lot of people are, that's fun. Because then you're just like, oh, my parents are my best friends. Like, that's always a great feeling. But if you're not, sometimes you just feel like, yeah, but you feel obligated because there's not that many times potentially you're going to see them again. And so then my practice always is how can I get my mind right to be like, cool, like they're, they are who they are, right? They're in their 70s. They are who they are. They're going to be who they are. How can I manage my own energy and show up in a way that feels good for me so I don't start acting like that 15 year old petulant teenager that I used to be? And that's hard because you, you'll go back to that dynamic. And so it's it's one thing where you do feel sort of obligated, but at the same time, you're like, there's, I don't know, I have a handful of times, maybe I'm going to see them again, you know? And so, and you never know, especially when your parents start getting older. So, it's one of those things where, yes, it's. I don't know that I would absolutely like love to always spend so much time. Maybe if they live closer, we would actually have a better relationship because I would see them more, and then I'd be like forced to just be the person. And you're you're shaking your head, so you don't think that's a case. Uh, no,
0: I'm like I don't feel like if <laughs> when people live closer, you see them more. I think that's what you tell yourself, and I actually see people more when they live farther away. I think I think you make more of an effort when they're not there. When you're like, oh, they're 30 minutes away, like across town, you just don't. And that maybe just, my experience, but I swear to God, I'm now in Vegas. There's so many people I have not seen. And when I lived in Dallas, I saw them more because I'd fly out and like, we'd make an effort to see like each other for coffee. So I'm like, no, if you lived in the same town, you might not. Maybe, I mean, if you, maybe your dad, I don't know. Yeah.
1: Like, I mean, if you just saw your parents more often, you'd be forced to just evolve the relationship you Yeah, know, versus not seeing each other for six months. Yeah. And then every time you do see each other it's for two days yeah. and you can't really work on the relationship to evolve it to the point where, you know, one of my favorite times in my life was after I graduated from college, I went and lived with my dad for six months. And it was the first time we had lived together since I was two. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we had to work through a lot of just things that we had ever worked through as like dad and daughter. And that was some of the best time for me to, to transition the relationship into an actual adult friendship. Yeah. And I really appreciate that time. And so I don't know if you need to go live with your parents, but at the end of the day, if it comes to the holidays and you are going to see people, there's going to be stressors. Like you need to get your mind right about how you're going to act. Because here's the thing, your parents are who they are, right? Your uncle, your cousin, like they're just who the fuck they are. So I think at the end of the day, you have to figure out how do I want to interact and to preserve my own peace and preserve my own and like find joy and not just make it like a chore.
0: I like that you do got to get your mind right around it. One of the problems I have, and I this is so silly, but it's not silly, it comes down to like traveling during the holidays, the financial obligation mm-hmm. and the time that it takes to travel. So for instance, I had an uh, my ex-sister and brother-in-law, they lived in Montana. We lived in Vegas and we were married for many, many years, never went to visit. We finally decided they had five kids. So if, th- if there's going to be travel, it's better that my ex and I go versus them trying to travel with five, like seven people coming to us versus two of us going to them. But it's not cheap to fly to Montana, and then during the holidays it's additional. And you know, Jill and I have gone to South North Carolina for the or South Carolina, North Carolina, North Carolina for the last couple of years. And it's there's certain places that are more expensive to get to because they're not like hubs; they're not big airlines. And then during the holidays it's even more expensive. So while it might cost four or five hundred dollars normally, it's like twelve hundred dollars, and it's like, geez, it costs so much more. So then you're going; the expense is really high. And my thought, and I remember I just felt kind of an asshole, but I was like we could go to Cabo for a week and have a vacation instead of just going to hang out with these guys in Montana at Christmas for three days. And I felt like such a dick, but then I was just like being realistic going, why don't we just see them in another month or two, save all that money and not deal with this shit. And so there's also this kind of me, this like financial resentment of I have to spend money to see people I don't really want to see at a time just because everyone else is seeing them at this time. Like if right. I do want to see them, why don't I just see them on my timeline when I feel like seeing them when the prices cost a lot less. So there's also just some interesting pieces there that kind of puts more pressure on and makes it feel even more like it just brings an even like have to see these people, have to hang out. It's because we're family. And now it's going to cost me three times as much. <laughs> and it's going to there's going to be delays at the airport. It's going to take me three days to get there. Like, there's just so much that goes around to it. So to your point, getting your mind right or getting your mind right about saying no and being okay with it. I think that's a piece of sometimes we feel so much guilt. We feel like we need to, but if you kind of, are, you're like, look, one, love to see you. Christmas is an amazing time. Would love to spend it with you. However, financially, it's not the best right now. Why don't we come out and see you like mid-February and like we just do something really fun as a family we don't have to open presents we don't have to make it crazy then it's less stressful for everyone there's not a million people on the airlines there's no delays there's no weather issues and we can just have a good time together I, I guess what I feel like is why do we have to pick a date that we have to hang out why don't we just pick dates that we want to hang out during the year and in some regards, I would say that because we get so busy in our lives, because everything is going on, we don't just pick a date in the year, right. that we almost need the holidays to go, okay, oh yeah, yep. I forgot. I haven't, talk, haven't hung out with my parents or my siblings in a year or two years. I guess I better go see them for Christmas. But ideally, I would just like to... It's kind of like when people kind of poo-poo on Valentine's Day. They're like, if you really love your partner, you could celebrate love all the time. Well, sure, but we have Valentine's Day so we remember, right? So I think sometimes Christmas or whatever the holiday season, Thanksgiving is there so you can like remember to go hang out with them. But I would ideally like to just do it when I feel like doing it at whatever time of the year I feel like doing it, you know?
1: I think it is a good practice, especially being an adult saying, you know, I can't swing it this year and allowing for and there's going to be disappointment of course mm-hmm. and that's fine And everyone is entitled to their own emotions about it you know this happened actually I think it was last year we were trying to go to Florida for Thanksgiving to see my mom and flying from the west coast to the east coast for like two days and then back it's just a lot and they they live in about an hour from the airport so we have to rent a car and they drive an hour from there and it's and I remember just we were traveling a lot and I just said to my mom like I just think I need to be home and let's figure out another time. And she was disappointed, but she got it. She was like, yeah, it's only two days. Like, and it was just, and it was the right call, you know? And I think it's okay to have those difficult conversations with your loved ones because at the end of the day, if they resent for you for not wanting to spend thousands of dollars, then I don't know, then they don't understand, right? They don't, they don't have a sense of empathy of like, hey, this is, or for my own mental health, I would like to just stay home. And I would like to just not try to do the most over the course of three days (laughs) when everyone else is doing the most over three days. And so I think if you can have people in your life or practice those conversations of like, I do want to see you, but it's not feasible or, and practice like letting the chips fall, letting someone in your family think whatever they're going to think about that, you know? And one of my favorite phrases, I've actually, I did a whole blog on this. One of my favorite phrases is like, this doesn't mean I don't love you. It just means that I can't do it right this second. And if you love me, you would try to give me the benefit of the doubt or you would try to understand that from my perspective. And I think that's a good way to start talking to the people who are close to you. And here's the deal. If you can't have those kind of conversations or you're not willing to practice having those kind of conversations, then you're not close to the person. You know, like it's at the end of the day, like if you do want to have a good relationship with your family – you need to be able to have some of those conversations and let the chips fall in terms of whatever they're going to think as a result of that. I don't wanna, I'm, it's not that I don't want to come, it's just not feasible right now. Or I would love to make it, but honestly, I just think for my mental health, I have to stay home. Or, you know, it's just going to be too much for the kids. Or whatever the thing is, and allow people to be disappointed if they're going to be. Allow them to talk shit if they're going to. And at the end of the day, that's not your problem. Your problem is your only job is to communicate what's going on in your head as effectively as you possibly can as clearly it's
0: so good there's you know we've talked about recovering people pleasers and you know i've been wrapped up in that and trying to make everybody happy but ultimately it's like sometimes you just have to do stuff for your mental health and there's been times where it is not the most ideal to show up and see all of the cousins and all of the aunts and uncles and see my parents and see the siblings and just everybody that's there it's like whether or not I had to travel to get there, whether or not I just had to drive across town. Sometimes you just, you just aren't there and you just can't do it. And yet you force yourself to, and then you just build up resentment. You're angry. You're not having a good time. It's like, why, why are you putting yourself through that? And again, it comes back to the, like the stories we tell ourselves. And sometimes, and I want to share this about the, and maybe this is to turn around for some of the people who really make a big deal of Christmas, who really are like, I need to have my parents there. I need to have my siblings there. And you are the ones who get mad when someone doesn't show up. Like, you have to also check yourself and just make it the experience you're going to have and not about who needs to show up to make it quote perfect. I think that I've been around family members where, you know, I've, when I got married, I was like, hey, we're married now. Let's create our own traditions. I don't want to be with my parents and then have to go to your parents every other year. And we're just trading back and forth who we see. I said, we are married now. Let's have our own traditions, our own family. And I'm not about to be guilted, but I had family members on both sides who wanted to make it my problem and make me feel guilty for not showing up because Christmas wasn't perfect without everyone there. And I'm like, that's your idea of Christmas. My idea of Christmas is to start my own traditions and my own things that I want to do. Yeah. So there's going to be people who have their certain box of ideas of how they want it to be and they want certain people to be there. And sometimes you just have to like let go of what that is and let people show up whoever wants to show up yep. instead of making everyone feel like they have to fit your idea of what the perfect holiday looks like. Mm-hmm. The perfect holiday is going to be whoever is there, whoever wants to be there. To me too, I would much rather have the people who want to be there than like have six family members who are like, folding their arms across their chest you don't want to be there and just feel obligated. Like yeah. that's not a fun holiday for me. So I think just for both sides is feel okay with saying no for whatever reason. You don't have to explain. You don't have to say it's for your mental health. You don't have to say it's about finances, whatever. You could know is a full sentence. But also if you're the person who plans the big things, you want everyone to come. Cool, you can want that. You can want everyone to come. You can, you can really believe that it will be the most special if everyone is there. And you can also let that go and say whoever's there and whoever shows up is supposed to be there and yeah. whoever can't can't and that's okay too.
1: Yeah, it's interesting. I love that so much. And speaking of creating your own traditions, I don't know if you felt this way but when I got divorced, you I definitely felt like where do I go now? Like it was this weird feeling of like I think that my first year after divorce, I used to spend Christmas with my ex-husband's family. And I was living in L.A. at that point, And I remember um, I went to my own parents' house for Christmas. And then the next year, I kind of was like, I don't know where to go. I go see them at Thanksgiving. I don't want to go to both. And I went to my stepmom, my dad's second wife's house. And they were not, their are divorced too. And that was the first time. And that sort of started the tradition. It was like 2016. I go to my stepmom, my ex-stepmom's place with my brothers. And that's been my tradition in the last five years. But it's like interesting. I remember feeling a little bit displaced and a little bit like what's my tradition as a single person? And so I think, you know, that's also something to consider. I don't know if you've done any holidays alone. You know, I luckily have not had to, but I, I think some people do. And I don't think it'd be the worst thing, to be honest. Like I think, you know, last year Thanksgiving, Keith worked. I went to the station for like, you know, dinner, but whatever. It wasn't like, it was kind of by myself the whole time, you know? So I don't know. It's It's a weird transition whether you just got married you got into a new relationship you got divorced you're out of a relationship like maybe your parents have passed away so you don't you can't just like default to go to your parents place i think i don't know part of me like wants to have a a solo holiday just oh to have it the dream <laughs> you're <laughs> like i'd love to stay home by myself for four days <laughs> oh
0: my god thanksgiving alone is like the dream <laughs>
1: <laughs> well we're not gonna see we're not gonna um see our family I'm not going to see my family this Christmas and we're not going to go to North Carolina so I invited you and Jeff to come yeah Chris Which Christmas could potentially be it's a new tradition
0: I know last year was tricky because it was the first year my mom was gone and so it was kind of like how do we navigate this you know what is my dad doing and luckily yeah. he kind of said he wanted to do his own thing he didn't make us feel obligated so we you know we all did our own thing but it's when you get in a relationship you have to figure that out When you're out of a relationship, you figure that out. When you're you're there's so many ebbs and flows. Like it's like you grow up and you have your own traditions and you do your thing and then you gotta figure out a whole new set of things. I remember when I got married, because I hated Christmas so much, and that's like a whole other podcast episode, but I remember telling him, All I want is every year we just leave. So we're like gone. I think my first year we were dating, we went to not Jamaica we went to the Bahamas and we were gone for Christmas and I was like this is what I would like every year it's like we're somewhere else in another country so we just don't even know that it's happening at home and I and it's a great excuse to be like sorry can't hang out with the family we're gonna be in Jamaica we're gonna be in Bahamas or something and I've shifted that and changed that and I really have enjoyed uh, spending holidays with your family but it's also you know there's also other people to consider and It's just like every year feels like, got to figure it out again maybe like okay what are we going to do this year how's it yeah. going to work and
1: i think if you have kids though, maybe it's a, you need a little bit more like i think a lot of times once people have kids they kind of go well we're going to have it at our house at our house yeah. like we're just going to have it and whoever wants to come can come mm-hmm. but we're going to do it here with the kids we have all the gifts like we can kind of like hang here but yeah i think but if you are someone like us who you know maybe child free and you're kind of like dating or you're single or whatever like there is a there is maybe a little bit of a stress to. but i think it's okay to change tradition yeah it's okay to block tradition i think it's okay to say you know i don't want to spend the four days off i have from work with people i don't fucking want to hang out with yeah you know to be honest i think that's totally fine to say too and just do your own fucking thing go on a solo trip by yourself like go on a vacation alone that'd be great Vacation. lots of different options i think it's i think we can definitely break the taboo of you don't have to do what you've always done yeah you can and you deserve to do something that really does put you in joy. I mean, it's a, the holiday is about joy, right? It's like, but if you're f- forcing yourself to do something you absolutely hate, you either got to change your attitude, you got to change your experience.
0: I love that people are changing traditions. Like I see this a lot more now where instead of instead of people staying home, unwrapping presents and buying everybody gifts, they are doing experiences or yeah. going somewhere as a family or maybe they're volunteering at a kitchen or something. So instead of just like tying into the, the commercial holiday and while i don't think there's anything wrong with buying gifts and opening presents and then there's these people who are like that's not what it's all about but it's like you know we we take these traditions we pass them down and sometimes we're just doing something at some point and we're like i don't even know why we do this it's just this is the way we did it when i grew up and <laughs> yep. this is the way my parents did it but when you stop and question that and you go you know what i actually don't need to open a bunch of stuff that i don't need that I have enough money to buy my own things if I do want something. So sitting around and opening gifts and then feeling stressed about what to buy for people is not fun for me either. So I like the idea of different traditions of like, okay, maybe just a, a gift exchange for one person or a secret Santa and then like a trip or a vacation or no presents at all. And we just do something completely different. So I love hearing people doing completely different outside-the-box things that don't revolve around everyone has to buy each other presents, it's stressful, we eat a ham, we sing Christmas carols, and we just do the same old, same old. And if you do, that's fun too, especially if you enjoy it. I think there's something about tradition. The reason why traditions carry on is because there's something that feels special about that. But... If it doesn't fill you up, if it doesn't make you have joy, if it gives you more stress than joy, then maybe it's time to look at these traditions and go, do I really need to keep that one? Or right. can we just do something a little bit different that maybe envelops the spirit, but doesn't have to have all of the like trinkets that have to go along with the whole tradition of
1: it. So good. Well, we'd love to hear what you guys have planned if you if this resonates with you. I think especially, you know, a, a lot of our listeners probably have parents that are maybe or a parent who's still around and then you have kids too. So you're sort of like caught in the middle trying to manage everybody. So I think these can definitely be some of the most stressful times. And I don't know if you have noticed this, but I've definitely noticed in the last few years. It's been taking people longer and longer to recover from the holidays, which is ironic because it's like, you're on vacation. This should be like a relaxing time. But what I've noticed, especially in online business, is taking people like weeks, almost until February, to be like, okay, what am I doing? Like, I'm getting back on my routine. Like, it's really taking a long time. And so I think you know, try to not lose sight of like what Danny said about really finding joy in whatever that is so that you can go back and you start the new year fresh and you feel good and you feel like you had a great experience, whatever that looks like. So I think it's just a good reminder to always reevaluate sort of how we're doing stuff and are we doing something out of obligation, out of guilt, out of, you know, a feeling of, um, you know, just feeling like we're letting people down and we don't want to disappoint somebody. At the end of the day, you know, grown ass woman do what you want let people have their experience of that it's totally fine
0: boom all right y'all well happy holidays happy thanksgiving merry christmas and all the things happy Halloween. we'll see you on the next episode in october we'll see you Bye. bye